Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Underrated Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss movies that we think are underrated, underappreciated, or ones that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. Uh, my name is Derek McDuff, and I'm here with Ariel Ortiz. Hello. And Alan Torres. Hey, what up, everybody? And together we are the Undercast Company. Today we're going to be talking about the movie Battle of the Sexes, a 2017 film loosely based on the um, sporting tennis match uh, that took place in 1973, I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and the film is directed by Valerie Ferris and Jonathan Dayton um, and written by Simone uh, Buffoy. Uh, star- and it stars Steve Carell and Emma Stone um, as Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. Um, this mm-hmm. pick was my suggestion. Um, so uh, have you, either of you guys seen it before? No, I haven't no, really I, wanted I, to I see heard, it. Okay. Yeah, I had heard a, of it, but that was it. Yeah, it was a movie that it did, you know, get kind of, it was promoted pretty heavily, but it kind of disappeared after it came out. Um, it didn't have a huge budget. The budget was only about um, $25 million, but it just did not do well at the box office. Only made internationally $18.6 million, so big box office bomb for this one. Uh, but I was curious what you guys thought about this movie um, on your first viewing here. You want me to go, go or you want to go? I'll go. Um, yeah, uh, it was okay. Um, I didn't really enjoy it too much. I I liked the tennis aspect of it. I guess um, it just like it, and I would. But the thing with that surprised me is that I didn't feel as like. Like I didn't dislike Steve Carell's character as much as I thought I would, and I I disliked more Bobby King's character, um, just because of the whole like her having an affair with her with on her husband essentially. Like I understand you know you're finding yourself and stuff like that, but that's still like you know you can find yourself and or you know that it's going on that road and and um, kind of like you know like break up with your husband. Or, you know, tell your husband. I think, like, in the end, it said that she, that she, he was basically kind of, like, acted as her beard for a couple more years. And then, and then, um, then you know, when things were okay for that kind of thing, um, like, uh, rightfully so, kind they were able to break apart. Um, but still be friends. Uh, so... So I, I enjoyed like the whole like, yeah, like the whole battle of the sexes and, and the fight for women's equality in tennis and, and things like that. But um, just yeah, like it, it, it was just a, a random thing that like I wasn't expecting to basically have like um, kind of sympathize a bit more with Steve Carell's character just because of like he's essentially is like a serial like gambler. And, and he's, uh, the kind of like, he's not as destructive because the thing is, is that he always wins essentially. So that's kind of like the, the, those kind of gamblers are kind of like the ones that like, 
you they like he says in the gamblers anonymous of like i I win all of you guys are just losers like i win (laughs) i don't know why i'm here and stuff like that and yeah so you feel for i felt for him a little bit um billy jean like king the whole aspect like i said of like fighting for women's equality and and things like that i i you know felt was really a really good thing and and fighting for all those rights and i respect that for her but yeah just the whole cheating on your husband kind of thing didn't sit with well with me um but but yeah like it 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 because tennis is like that those that kind of of game of you know like golf where you don't really think about it but there are really actually some pretty good stories that come out of it you know and so from that aspect it was a pretty good um sports movie and historical sports movie and oh one thing that i do want to say is that that the characters that that um kind of stuck out for me in this one were the two larry's so larry king and the another Larry King, not the Larry King that you know we commonly know <laughs> of, <laughs> and oh and Larry my, oh. and Larry Riggs. Um, they're the MVPs in this movie because they are basically the the m- people that you know stuck with um, Billy Jean King and and Bobby Riggs, and essentially you know were the kind of more moral compass for the two, and like they're their confidants in a way and like are yeah like kind of like the the jiminy crickets the pinocchios the you know so i enjoyed them i was you know uh yeah that's why i i texted you guys i'm like both and both larry's are the mvps in this movie and stuff like that um so for me it was an okay movie and um if you're looking for like a a sports movie it's definitely one, yeah. If you're, if you, you could put it on your roster to check out. Yeah, um, <clears throat> dude, I love this movie. I, I liked it a lot. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm secretly like a sucker for like historical sports movies. Mm-hmm. And but I think they have to be competitive. Like, like, like just like Rush, that you know, another podcast that we've done before. You guys should look out for that. Um, I kind of, I'm a big fan of like you know, the whole tournament stuff. And, and like, I was just really like excited. Like, like I, at first I was kind of like, all right, a sports movie. I kind of was going, man. And then the more I was watching it, I was like, oh man, like I was at the edge of my seat. I wanted to know more. I was like, dude, like everyone, the acting was great. You know, Emma, Emma Stone was amazing. Like she was a great, great actress in that. Steve Carell. I'm not a Steve Carell guy. I, I don't care for him at all. I, I know. People dick ride him for the office and all that, but he was surprisingly good in this too. I was like, damn, like, like, and then even at the end of the movie, they show like photos of, of the real um, Bobby Riggs and, and Billie Jean King. And I was like, whoa, like he looked exactly like him and like just his antics and everything. Like there's a, where like, instead of training, he's fucking around and he's doing mm-hmm. photo shoots mm-hmm. and dressing up and messing around with sheep and like all that stuff. And I was like, like he transformed. Like for a moment, I was like, "This is not Steve Carell." Like I, I thought that, if anything, I think this is one of his underrated performances. Like I thought oh, yeah. he knocked it out of the park. Um, I do agree with Ariel. You know, yeah, the cheating stuff isn't great. It's it's unfortunate, but it kind of 
I don't know, something about it, like, it didn't bother me as much as, like, other films that we've reviewed before. Like, I was kind of more like, like, I don't know, like, it didn't bug me as much, but I, I felt horrible for, for Larry King because, like, he was just a total sweetheart. Like, mm-hmm. he was a quintessential, like, nice guy you want to, like, marry and everything. Like, he was so supportive and, like, like there was even times where I'm like, bro, just fucking yell at her. Like, fuck her. And then he's just, like, putting the ice on her knees and he's just like, all right, I'll see you later. And I was like, that actually hurts a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I was like, get it, King. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. but um, yeah, just everybody knocked out of the park. Like, it, it, I love the pacing. It wasn't, like, slow. Like, I was constantly, like, just going, like, yeah, like, it, it, it just getting to the point. Um, yeah, and, like, I always kind of joke around with, with some of my buddies about, um, like, animes. I'm always, like, tournament arcs are the best. I love tournament arcs mm-hmm. and anime. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they're, like, a tournament coming up, and I was like, all right, I'm in. I got to see it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, need to see, I need to see them go Super Saiyan or whatever in, in the tournament. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I, I really liked it a lot. Like, I was kind of, like, sneaking off, watching it at work, and... And sometimes my coworkers would be talking. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I'm watching it at work, but it was great, man. Like, I, I dug it a lot. The story was great. I, I don't know much about the, the real people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Billie Jean King and, and uh, Bobby Riggs and all that. Like, I don't know their story. So I'm just going off of what I saw. But yeah, like, the story was interesting. It, it totally grabbed me. I love the whole, you know, pushing for equality. Like, all that stuff like was great, and I love. I love one of my favorite moments is when, uh, right at the end, Billy, Billy Jean is uh just like kicking uh, Bobby Riggs' ass in like the first two sets, and like all the women stand up and are cheering, and and they're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, like we're getting it. I was like, dude, that's awesome. Like yeah. it was, I, I really dug it a lot. Like I don't know, I, I think I secretly like sports biopics, apparently, but. Yeah, man, that, that's, yeah. I don't know what else I could say, man. Go watch it. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that, Alan, because, yeah, I, you know, I definitely have the same kind of feelings about, like, sports biopics. Um, and I kind of talked about this on Rush, too, when we talked about that. But I do feel like sports biopics work as opposed to a lot of other biopics, like particularly music biopics, because sports biopics, mm-hmm. like, they're telling this real story about somebody's life, but it's usually just like a, like, it's a season or it's like a game or it's something, a tur- you know, a tournament. So it does have like a natural arc and a natural like conclusion. Whereas like how it's like when it's like, you know, it's like the story of like Ray Charles or something. It's just like, and then Ray Charles lived the rest of his life. You know, like this has like, okay, yeah. this is the ba- story of the battle of the sexes. This event that happened, you know, Billy Riggs and um, or Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King like came and like played each other. And like, and then that's the end of the movie. That's like where there's nowhere else you can end the movie, you know? And mm-hmm. it, and I, 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 you know, obviously, because I picked it, I, I fucking love this movie. Billie Jean King is just, like, a hugely, like, inspirational figure, um, I think. Like, she's, you know, all the stuff she's done for, you know, like, women's rights and um, just, and, uh, like, uh, LGBTQ rights and, like, all this stuff. She's just been, like, a champion of the people. Um, just, like, just, she's so instrumental in, like, she. I think she was, like, pretty much one of the first like queer major sports figures in the world um you know and and it, you know even to this day she like you know you have like uh, uh what's her name uh court um you know uh the australian no. tennis player like she actually in real life is a 
like she's like that. She's a shitty person. Even to like 2017, she was super super against like gay marriage and like same sex marriage and like she said all this fucking dumb shit about like apartheid being cool and stuff like so like you, you know she actually was a shitty person. But then and then you know like you have a character played by Bill uh, Putnam um, who is just like you know like. He's like an old school guy and he's kind of misogynist in you. And you have like Steve Carell, who's like, as, um, you know, Billie Jean says, like he, it's an act for him. Like he's just, is it Bill up... Pullman? What's his name? Fucking Bill Pullman. Whatever. Pullman. Those two guys. I he's never, I was really confused. Bill They're Pullman. both good actors. You should respect the president of the United States. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, it's the president. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both great actors named Bill. I respect both of them. But, um, Anyway, uh, yeah, but like you know, it's he he's actually like a sexist, whereas Bobby Riggs is just kind of like, ah, oh, I'm a male chauvinist, and it's just kind of kind of part of his stick. He's he's like a he's like a, it's like a three ring circus with this guy. It's kind of all this act and stuff, and and I really like how she's like, you know what, like this is fucking like it's business, and they manage to like stay friends and stuff like that throughout their whole lives. And I just wanted to kind of circle back to what you guys were talking about, her husband Larry King, and that is one of my favorite parts of the movie because I feel like. They do portray it at him and like the whole thing with Billie Jean and her coming to grips with her sexuality in like a realistic kind of like interesting way that doesn't like try and like cherry like, you know, doesn't try to like smooth anything over and try. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, she what she was doing this and like a worse movie would either make larry king a shitty dude or just kind of like have him just kind of disappear you know him be that classic baxter character but in this movie like you really feel for him like he's like a character you really do care about and he's long with her that whole way and and you know you feel bad for him and you are a little angry at her sometimes and and she's angry at herself she's like crying and stuff and and you know i i think that the the best moment that he has is when he's talking to you know, the hairdresser, I forget the character's name, but, um, and he's like, you know, we're both sideshows. Like, like we mm-hmm. neither, he's like, I'm not your competition. The real love of her life is tennis. Like, and he realizes that he's like, yeah, she might be, you know, fooled around this girl, but like, I've never been like her real love. Her real love has always been tennis. And, and I, I, I like that it does portray him as a complicated three dimensional figure who is there supporting her because real larry king was a lot like that um you know i don't know too much about him there there's a little bit of controversy and stuff like that but um he did kind of he was kind of the one who introduced her to kind of like um you know women's lib and stuff like that um in the first place um so he he's a pretty cool guy um i really like that character you know in a worst movie he would have just been played by james martin and you know he would have like been gone (laughs) after the first act but yeah, I just I I really like you said, Alan. Sports biopics are are fucking great. I love that tournament aspect, and and I yeah, just funny across the board. Great performances, um, because it was it is funny, but it does manage to have actual a lot of weight to it. Both Emma Stone and Steve Carell did get nominated for Best Actor at the Golden Globes, Best Actor and Actress at the Golden Globes. Um, unfortunately, didn't at the Oscars, but I think they absolutely like fucking killed it in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, one of, you know, Alan, have, by the way, have you seen, um, the movie, um, what's it called? Um, uh, Foxcatcher. No, it's, it, but it has Steve Carell in it, right? Like they're like a, it's mm-hmm. like a wrestling 
Yeah, kind it's, of... it's another kind of it's like very sports dram- biopic. It's a dramatic movie. It's it's very yeah. dramatic. It's mm-hmm. like it was Steve Carell's kind of like first movie that was more dramatic because I think he is one of those actors who, you know, after like Forty Year Old Version and The Office came out, got really typecast for a while. Um, but he's kind of been breaking out of that with roles like this or Foxcatcher, um, you know, a lot of other stuff where he's kind of able to show this other side to him that, you know, he is a lot more, while I do, you know, appreciate those early comedic, like, roles that he played, I do appreciate the other things he's able to bring to the table that he might not be as well known for. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, if you if you guys just, if anybody out there is listening, you just know him from the office or like, you know, from, you know, knocked up or whatever, like go ahead and check or, uh, well, not knock a 40 year old version, but yeah, just check this movie out because it is really good. Even if you're not a sports person, like Alan's not, I think this is a movie that really does work because it does tell a very human story. Like I'm a really big tennis fan. There's until the end, there's not really very much tennis at all in this, but it's still so gripping to me um emotionally and just like everything about it it's made me like when i first saw it like years ago i was like i knew a little bit about Jilly, billy jean king and i was like i've got to like find out way more about her i i just I, I i love this and i love just sports biopics in general like i think we talked about like a lot just they they work they they really work yeah yeah, yeah and going off of agree, yeah. yeah and going off of of um the Steve Carell talk. Um, yeah, essentially, if you're going, if you're basing your your idea on Steve Carell from like The Office, which I don't really care for, um, um, I I recommend actually just like there's a bunch of different movies that like he's been he's broken out of that that kind of type of character. I mean, like one of my favorite performances of his. Um, is Dan in real life, which was a fairly early um, movie after after Office. I might he might have seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. Um, that's actually one of my favorite performances of his. Um, so I would I would recommend that too. Um, of course, Emma Stone, you know, has besides this one has had a bunch of different movies that you know besides the you know. Um, staple la la land you know you have like easy a and and all those different other movies that show her her chops and birdman and um so yeah so definitely like i i mean at least for the steve Carell, like he he is a uh you know an actor to be to to actually watch some real that that's created really some really good movies mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i'm, I'm, I'm a huge why. emma stone fan <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, she she's great. I mean, yeah, like like Ariel said, Easy A, and then she's they just released the Corella trailer, and and so I'm, oh, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see how she does in that because like mm-hmm. it, it I had I did not even know they were making a Corella film, mm-hmm. and when I saw that I didn't really get to watch the trailer very well. I just kind of saw some parts of it, and I was yeah. like, all right, I'm probably only going to see this because I missed him. Yeah, yeah. So that would, just, that's really just my only reason to watch. Sidebar. It. Sidebar with Koala, and people are saying, "Oh, it's a continuation of all these like redemption movies for for characters." I well, don't villains, think Koala, yeah. yeah, I don't think Koala is going to have it because Koala is like kind of like re- like renownedly even amongst like villains when it comes to villains, like kind of like she she was a really bad person who goes after puppies, you know, kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> so like, uh, 
Yeah, like I was telling you guys about like the twisted um Star Kids production of like she pops out is like a bunch like this medley with a bunch of different villains of like them saying like I was just wrong you know wrongfully viewed and stuff like that and she's like I just wanted pu- to make a coat out of puppies and they're like ew what's wrong with you so just that's my my tangent on Koala I really think that they're gonna just show her like descend into madness kind of thing so yeah she's like she's like the Joker. With like the villains, where like they have like the Injustice Society or something, and and like mm-hmm. Lex Luthor and Cheetah and and all these villains are like, yeah, let's do this, and then the Joker's like, let me join in. And they're like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> they're like, you can't be part of that. You're too crazy. That's Cruella is like yeah. Disney's Joker. They're like, you want to kill puppies? Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to see another like, oh, you know, Maleficent. She was actually nice. You know, I don't need to see any more of that shit. I and so I'm really hoping, yeah, what you guys are saying is right, and that it's just like Emma Stone being fucking evil. Like I would, I'm so down for that. You know, because um, I really am usually not a fan of the Disney remakes. Um, I'm just kind of like they don't need to exist. But if it does manage to actually do something different, um, then I will be excited for it. I I enjoyed the Maleficent films. I mean, they're they're fun popcorn movies just to watch. I I really liked the first half a lot of the first one when she was actually kind when of she evil. was like evil, and then when yeah. she started being like redeemed, I was like, all right, because I was root for the villain. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's cool. <laughs> but yeah. you know, I, I'm always down to watch these like villain films too. Fuck it. Yeah. Before we completely wrap up, since we were talking about sports biopics. If you guys were going to make like a sports biopic or just a biopic in general, what would you do? You have any idea what you would want to make it on? Like what store, what person, or what story? OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> the bro he came in with the OJ Simpson. That's, That's already been made, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I would think like I um trying to think. Of. I could I could go first if I if you guys want let's take first yeah go ahead. I, I'm gonna be real I probably don't know like yeah. I I'm like I'm not a sports guy I only tune into soccer every four years for the World Cup so that's yeah. the most sports I get so go for it I mean if I had to make one I'm a really big fan of Andy Roddick the ten- so another tennis would be another tennis one and I really became a fan of his um, in the 2009 Wimbledon match against Roger Federer. And for some background for people who don't really know tennis that well, Andy Roddick was like this great American tennis player. He won his first Open in 2003. And then right after he won his first Open, like Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal came on the scene. And those guys just like won every major for like 20 fucking years. And like eventually Novak Djokovic started too. And it was like nobody else could win anything. Until 2009... Andy Roddick, who's he's the only one that won U.S. Open. He's never won Wimbledon, which is the one, the one Open that's more prestigious than, than U.S. Open is Wimbledon. He's finally, after like years of being like second, third fiddle to Roger Federer, his ultimate rival, he plays the greatest match of his life. He actually outplays Roger Federer. He wins more points, but he ends up losing the match. And it's just like such a heartbreaking beautiful story that like it's just i think it would be really good just kind of like this ultimate movie about like almost getting there and just like trying your hardest and and still like not letting it destroy you and like i I, it would just be really cool um and i think you know he's not the tennis player he's not the tennis player that like basically throw fits is he 
kind of bald no, one. No, that's John McEnroe you're thinking of. I, I okay. love John McEnroe, right. too. And I need to see Borg versus McEnroe, another tennis movie um, where Shia LaBeouf plays him, and that's perfect yeah. fucking casting, honestly. Um, I need to see that movie, but yeah. Um, I, uh, but yeah, um, so like, like you said, Alan, it's kind of like, a, like Rocky, but, you know, for real life and for tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I, 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 even though it's still early, you know, after his, his tragic death, I wouldn't want to do it like now, but in the future, like, yeah, like a Kobe Bryant, it'll probably happen eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, like one of, like, I think it was, um, I can't remember what podcast. Um, oh, it was the our our Patreon um, where we were talking about like our favorite things of of the year. And um, for me, I said I said one of my favorite things was the last se- season. And like, just to, like similar to to what Derek had said about that kind of story. To just like, there's so many stories like that in in sports you, uh, history. About the, the last dance. The last dance. Sorry. Yeah. The last dance. And there's just like. Finding that kind of story, I mean, like some of the best, um, you know, sports movies, like like Remember the Titans and a sports biopics and things like that. It just been like kind of like that, yeah, that fighting against hardship and stuff. Um, I mean, like in recent history, you no, know, she might, she'll probably go down in history in tennis is like in um, Naomi um, Osaka, and like probably like yeah, like her coming through, and especially like probably that that her first win against venus who 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 um or serena who was her you know her her idol and stuff like that that mm-hmm. probably would make a really good movie and stuff yeah 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 for sure that'd be cool mm-hmm. all right any anything from you alan or do you want to just uh have me ra- wrap this up i think, <laughs> I think <laughs> hilariously enough i think there was a world cup where there was this whole, I can't remember, it was like Mexico. I can't remember who Mexico was playing, mm-hmm. but it became like this Mexican meme kind of for a while. I don't know if you guys remember, people were like, no, era penal, no fue penal. It was a penalty <laughs> or whatever. And it was like this whole thing where like there was a penalty or something like that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, listeners. And like, I just remember every like Mexican fan like could not get over it for like, even after the World Cup was over, like Mexico fucking got eliminated pretty like fairly, you know, maybe midway. Mm-hmm. But it was such a big deal. That it was such a scandal that everybody was so fucking upset about it that they're like, no, fucking I would go to parties and people are like drunk as hell. And then someone <laughs> just brings up, hey, what about the World Cup? No, fucking <laughs> like, all this fucking shit. And, like, it was pretty hilarious. So I think I'd like to see like a biopic. Uh, of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, oh, oh no! Some other like, ones that some other ones that huh? popped into my head. I that some other ones that popped into my head. Actually, I think both came out of the 2008 Olympics. I mean, you have like you could definitely do a movie on Phelps's two thousand eight Olympics. I mean, like being the one of the most decorated. Um, Olympians in one year, um, so you could do that. Would ma- that would probably make a really good movie, especially like that coming off of like the cusp of that. It shouldn't have been a controversy, but it was a controversy of him like at a party smoking weed and stuff like that, and like him kind of like overcoming that. 
that image and stuff and, but and also, also, real um, fast, let me say oh, yeah. about Michael Phelps. Like he's really an inspirational figure. Cause he's like been yeah. super like, like promoting like mental help and like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, yeah. talking to a therapist and stuff like that. You see him on all those commercials. Yeah. Like he's like, Hey, you know, like I'm Michael Phelps and I have a therapist. So like, he's barely normalized mm-hmm. that and destigmatized a lot of that. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think like, you know, it, it, it comes out of, that and I mean, like I would definitely, you know, like mental health is is a year year not year lifetime thing. Um, so that probably has it would had played a factor in in you know that kind of time and stuff like that. Um, but also the I think it was the two thousand eight um women's gymna- gymnastics um that essentially like they were kind of like coming in as like kind of underdogs against like China and stuff. And I remember like, and it was hosted in China, the 2008 Olympics. Um, and then them essentially coming and sweeping um, the women's yeah. gymnast. So like she had Simone. Yeah. Bayla, yeah. Biles. Yeah. Biles. Yeah. There's uh-huh. okay. So there's some shady shit that actually was going on behind the scenes in that, um, that, um, I would recommend. There's actually a really good podcast um, about that that ESPN 30 for 30 did um, about like the women's Olympic team. Um, I would say check that out. It's, it's not. It's you know more of a like a you know a docu uh, podcast than you know a biopic. But yeah, I think that could be interesting. Um, it would you know, but it you know it would have to touch on some intense bigger issues. Uh, like what? With, on like the sexual team? abuse and stuff like that. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was going on. That was really shady behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, uh, I I think that would be in, definitely like a hard hitting, interesting movie for sure. Mm-hmm. But on that note, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know I, that was uh, you know thank you guys for checking this movie out. I'm I'm glad you know you guys each took something away from it, and you know Alan, I'm glad I'm getting you to kind of like. You know, I know you're not a big sports guy, but I'm glad you do see like like sports. Po- like I always say, like baseball movies are way better than actual baseball. And so, like I think sports biopics worse for the same reasons because baseballs. Baseball. Like I, I know you love baseball, I like but baseball. like I, I love baseball movies. I'm not a baseball <laughs> fan. Like Moneyball is the fucking shit. But like, um, but anyway, like I'm I'm glad I'm you know getting you to see the light on these sports movies, Alan. But uh, um, you know, thanks everybody for uh, listening out there um, to our podcast. If you you can give us a rating of five stars. That'd be awesome. Just, you know, or subscribe to us. We do a couple other podcasts. Um, I do one called Gateway Episodes. Uh, and Ariel does one um, called You've Never Seen. Um, and if you guys are interested at all, uh, you know, we do have a Patreon. If you want to just throw us a dollar a month, you know, fill out of your pocket, you wouldn't notice it, you know, and you feel comfortable giving us that same amount of money. Uh, just dollar a month on Patreon and there's we got some bonus podcasts including like we were talking about we had a top five movies of 2020 but yeah it was it was good talking about this with you guys um, I'm glad it, I liked talking about the big swings but I'm glad that the last couple movies we've done have kind of been more low key and down to earth and just kind of like more chill movies you know we did this and we did this is where you leave you so it's kind of nice to kind of do something go back and kind of do a different thing in the last couple movies that I've had a lot of fun with Definitely. I think um, what I'm planning on doing, because the next one's going to be my pick, I kind of want to do a film that I haven't seen personally, like, because I'm kind of going through my whole film- filmography and like the thing is I like, I like what I like and I'm like, not all of it's really underrated and some of it's like, 
probably not good. But <laughs> some of it, I'm like, you know what? Like, I have a, a big list. And, like, um, Battle of the Sexes, like, I have a massive queue. And it was there. It was one of those films where I was like, if it's on TV or somehow end up watching it, I'll watch it. It was just one of those where I was like, it's not immediate. So mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do is kind of be like um, Bobby Riggs and kind of just take a gamble on a... <laughs> On a, on, a, on a film that I that I have on my queue and kind of look into it and be like, all right, people say this is underrated. Again, listeners out there, like, please give us suggestions. Please throw out what you think is underrated. Like, we, we really appreciate it. We love hearing from you guys. And definitely, I, w- I would love to watch a recommendation from you guys. I mean, that'd be awesome having a week of a, a listener's recommendation. So, yeah, definitely help us out a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. if, you, if you can donate to the Patreon, throw out some recommendations, and, and we'll be more than happy to watch your stuff. Yeah, I mean, you get, we appreciate you guys just donating your time because we know that's mm-hmm. really valuable too, and listening, and you know, yeah, you want to throw out recommendations, we, we would love to hear them. But uh, yeah, um, that's that's it for me, I guess. Uh, I'll see you guys in another life. Bye. Take Thanks for being everybody. amazing. <laughs>